All right, so here we are. This is uh, Kyle Klammer. And this is Zach Welch. And this is the Good Life Bowhunter, the official podcast of the Nebraska Bowhunters Association. You bet. Well said, Zach. So we've got a really special um, episode for you here today. We've got Jake Runyon on here. Jake, you want to go ahead and say hi? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so we're going to kind of deviate a little bit from our normal um, sort of uh, structure, I guess, for the podcast here. And we're just going to jump right into, this is going to be an all about the um, Jamboree um, episode, I guess. So Jake's kind of, Jake, why don't you just tell us, um, I guess, tell us what your title is and and if we should trust you with anything that you're going to tell us. So. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about the trust part, but uh, I am the co-chairman for the Nebraska Bowhunters Summer Jamboree. Uh, it's been held at Halsey for, gosh, 20-some years now. Um, I've been attending it ever since I was a member. Uh, first started, that's been nearing 20 years now. Um, I live in Atkinson, Nebraska with my wife, Riley. This will be the second year that I've been the chairman now, and uh, we're kind of finding our groove, being Oren Seidel's the other chair. Yeah. We're uh, kind of getting things figured out this year. Perfect. Perfect. Um, well, very good. Um, I guess I'm just going to start, you know, Zach, feel free to jump in anytime here. I just kind of made a little list here to uh, run through the stuff. And then Jake, I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions um, just so – we're going to sort of treat it as basically, um, you know, as if you'd never been to the Jamboree before, okay? Um, and so just kind of touching on, you know, a bunch of, you know, what, what certain events are and, and how, the, how it's structured and just basically everything. So does that make sense? You bet. Let's go Perfect. for it. All right, man. So um, I guess why don't you just start with, so I know that, so dates are August 1st through the 4th. Um, just tell us what people can expect, like when they show up, or where should they go, what should they do. Touch on that first. Okay. Well, I, as I said earlier, the uh, the Jamboree is held at Halsey, Nebraska, in the National Forest every summer. the uh, The date that we choose is always the first full um, Thursday to Sunday in August. So this year just happened to fall on the first through the fourth. Um, basically the actual jamboree starts on Thursday. Um, everybody starts showing up. You have to be a member, um, have an active membership to be there and you, you pay a small fee to have access to all the different ranges we supply with, uh, 3d targets. They're wonderful targets. They're all Reinhardt. Um, basically we set up different ranges. You get your bow, you go out and shoot with friends, go play in the river, you know, eat, eat lots of good food and have a great time. So Thursday you show up, kind of get the party rolling. Uh, there's different novelty shoots that we have throughout the week. Yep. I'm going to have you touch on those, so don't give those away yet. But yeah. Okay. But yeah. No, I won't get into that then. Okay, perfect. Um, but there, there's plenty of those we go through. Uh, get into Friday, there's some more of that, different events going on. Um, more shooting, lounging around, whatever you want to do at your pleasure. And then Saturday evening, we have a big barbecue that we now cater. Uh, we have a gal that comes in out of the Broken Bow area, 
and she provides us a wonderful meal. Once everybody's had a chance to sit down, we go through the different awards from the shoots, and we have a big raffle. I'm uh, going to have some really good items this year. I've got a, a great couple of guys that are really helping me out, Roger Sears and Brent Betcher. Awesome. They've been wonderful at getting some awesome stuff for us. Can you give us some teasers, or is that top secret? Well, I don't want to give away all of it, but uh, <laughs> we, we did get some good stuff. We, we managed to get a bow from Matthews. All right. Yep, it's uh, a brand-new mission. It's a uh, 70-pound, I think, 28-inch draw. And I was inspecting it earlier today, and it looks like you can turn the weight down on the limb, so if that's a little much for you, you can still adjust it. So definitely by no means a, a youth bow. It's a full-size adult bow worth a good chunk of change, so that'll be a good one to win. Um, lots of other various things, it, and it's hit and miss what we get. Some places we get plenty of stuff some places we get a t-shirt and hat and people bring stuff up to the table last minute before we start and donate so all sorts of wonderful things awesome man oh that sounds great um i guess you know touching a little bit more on the the ranges jake so yeah i mean how many uh, do you have any idea how many ranges will be set up this year it seems like it always kind of varies um yeah so the last several years we've had four okay um I think we're going to try to change that. Okay. We have, so it, it just kind of depends on what we have allocated from the um, National Forest. They give us certain areas that we're allowed to go on as long as it's relatively free of poison ivy. And in the past few years, we've been doing four. We've kind of changed the themes last year uh, to kind of a Western game where you've got your caribou, elk, uh, moose you've got your texas with hogs um axis deer that kind of stuff nebraska you have elk pronghorn muley whitetail um i can't remember the fourth one we had last year but it was another great one they had a and one maybe like some axis deer or something what's that i think they had a texas one maybe like with some hogs and axis deer and some exhaust mm -hmm. a few maybe yep they they had that one there was one more i just can't remember what the theme was but they were all pretty amazing yeah this year we're we're looking to maybe squeeze another one in we just gotta kind of get the final details and if we could put it in or not but there's roughly 15 to 20 targets on each range distances vary and they usually set it up so if you want to shoot it 20, 30, 40 yards, you can. If you want to let her rip at 80 to 100, there's multiple chances for that, too. Yeah, uh, basically, they're usually set up in kind of a big circle. You start in one spot, circle around, and then pretty near the same. So you're on foot doing it the whole time, and targets are set up so you're not worried about arrows slinging into other people. Uh, the, the ranges have really come a long way. And big, big, uh, person for that is harlan welch he's our head of all the targets all the ranges he's a range master and he's done wonderful with it over the last few years you touched a little bit on the ranges um i guess somebody kind of talked about treating this as somebody who's never been there is there somewhere that someone can find like a map of where these ranges are or a general description of where you can find them yes absolutely <clears throat> so it's if you've been there for 15 years, you always kind of know where they're at. But 
if you've never been there, basically when you go and you register, there's a piece of paper there. It's got the itinerary, uh, Thursday through Sunday, all the events, times, everything. And then on the bottom of that, there is a small map on there that's going to have the locations of all those ranges on it. And if you get lost, there's always a bunch of people heading that way. Just follow the line of cars, you'll get there. Oh, yeah. People are always wanting to help out. If you get lost, ask somebody. They'll point you in the right direction. Yeah. Don't ask me. I might point you in the wrong direction. I was just going to say, unless you're asking Jake. <laughs> yeah. Just so never you, can trust my judgment there. <laughs> so do you know of any uh, new targets or interesting targets this year that got added that might be new to the ranges? Um. I did know about five days ago, and it went in one ear and out the other, so I don't remember what he told me. <laughs> but I know Harlan did mention he bought several new ones. Um, one of them was a really big one. I just don't recall what it was, but we did get a, basically it looks like a bullseye, and that's going to be kind of a new fun game that one of the members is putting on down by the novelty shoots. So that, that'll be a fun to kind of play with your buddies and See if you can outshoot them. Cool. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, we, we're, if it's Zach and I and we're going against you, Dick, that shouldn't be an issue, should it? Or? Well, obviously, I'm going to win. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I guess uh, perfect. Well, no, that sounds awesome. Thanks, Jake. Um, I guess, you know, now I just wanted to sort of, you know, you, were, you started touching on the kind of individual events, but I just, I have a list of them here. I'm just going to kind of run down them and if you wouldn't mind just touching on a few of them um, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you tell us about the silhouette shoot? What does that entail? And, you know, again, we're sort of treating this as like somebody that's never been there and, you know, just tell them what to expect, et cetera. And what time <laughs> and when, <laughs> or maybe you don't remember. It's all right if you don't. But. Yeah. The silhouette shoot I haven't been to in quite a while, but I, I believe that's where you have the uh, cutouts of different animals, uh, bighorn deer, uh, wild pig, a couple other ones. They're set at uh, certain distances, and if I recall correct, you have a recurve bow that's supplied and arrows with uh, rubber blunts on the end of them that's supplied, and you get X amount of shots to hit each one, and they step out further and further and further. Yeah, I, I, I usually run that one. Um, so if you want to come try it out, um, yeah, like like Jake said, you have the rubber targets set out there, usually 10 to 40, and you're pretty much trying to hit every target as fast as you can. So it's pretty much trying to hit 10, 20, 30, 40 as fast as you can shoot. So. Oh, yeah, there's I forgot the time component to it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Um. Next one I have on here um, is the meat swing. So that one, always been one of the favorites. Um, back in the good old days, it used to be they'd take a frozen turkey, thaw it just a little bit, tie it to a rope, and let it swing, and the first arrow to stick into it won the turkey. <laughs> I, I don't know if everybody enjoys holes in their turkey from dirty arrows, so they've, <laughs> they've changed it a little bit. Now what they do is... They put a foam ball on the end of the string, and everybody lines up, and they let the ball swing, and the first person to shoot that wins various products of meat. So hot dogs, brats, roast, turkey, 
different things. It's uh, pretty fun to watch a valley a volley of uh, twenty arrows go flying at a rubber ball, swinging back and forth. It's pretty entertaining. Definitely. Oh, that sounds sounds like a good time for sure. It is a good time, definitely. But um, I know one of your fondest memories, Jake, is the the balloon shoot. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, the balloon shoot. That's that's where the one and only medal I've ever won came from. <laughs> Many years ago, first year I went, I wanted somebody to shoot with me, and I couldn't find anybody, and Trent Philbrick was kind enough to shoot with me, and we ended up placing third in it. And the day before, I could hardly hit the Black Bear 3D target at 10 yards, so it's a miracle I even hit one balloon, let alone two. <laughs> but just to the game, you have uh, teams of two, and you have four balloons per team. Each person has to pop both balloons, and it's a timed event. So you start with your arrows off your bow, out of your quiver, sitting on the ground. They say go, you grab it, you knock it, get it on your release, shoot, and try again. Basically, if you miss once, you can about guarantee you're out of the race there. But uh, you want to take enough time to aim and hit it. So there's a balance between time and aiming. Gotcha. It's, awesome. it's tricky. It can be a little nerve-wracking. For sure, no, definitely. Um, all right, next one I have is the distance shoot. So that one, I don't know if they've replaced the target, but it used to be a giant old white buffalo with a, a red spray-painted dot in the middle of it at an unknown distance. You're not allowed to use range finders. You can bring your own bow. You shoot your own arrows. And basically, you guess the distance and launch an arrow and see how close you can get to that red bullseye. And it's uh, it's a pretty good distance out there. Not not giving any any numbers to you, but it, it's a poke out there. Yeah, <laughs> a fairways, huh? Mm-hmm. How does that differ? Uh, I, I was looking at the the schedule earlier. Um, how does that differ from the white buffalo hunt, or is that the same thing? Oh, now you got me second guessing myself. Yeah. Oh, right. no, you are correct. I'm telling you wrong. Here. That's all right. I just wanted to make sure we're we're treating. Go ahead. I, I think the distance shoots, Jake, the one with the bottle cap, isn't it? With the yep. recurve? Yeah. Yep. So you, you have a, a recurve that's supplied with some old arrows, and you stand about 10 yards away from a foam target with a little bottle cap on there. And the person closest to the absolute center of that bottle cap where it's nailed to the foam wins. And it uh, usually doesn't come down to a matter of inches. It comes down to a matter of millimeters to see who wins. Both pretty similar events, though, I guess. So easily confused, but yeah. Yeah, well, you would think the white buffalo would be kind of self-explaining, but <laughs> I was throwing a curveball at you, thinking, yeah. just making sure you're paying attention. Good. Thanks. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks. That's very nice of you. Very kind. Looking out for you guys. Um, tell us about the Robin Hood run, Jake. So this is one that uh, you can guarantee I've never been in because running is not my thing. If you want to see a true guy do it, you should watch Zach Welch. He's, whew, I've heard he's the bomb there. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so basically another timed event. They've got a course set up. You start, you're going through the course as quick as you're able to. Meanwhile, stopping and shooting at targets. Each target is scored depending on well how well you hit it. If you hit it in the 
you know, the 12 ring, you get some deductions. If you completely miss the target, you get time added. So overall, it's all judged off the time plus minus an added time from each target. I uh, couldn't tell you what the course looks like. Never ran it. And I don't really plan to this year. Good enough. Zach, you have any additional comments on that? Or? Yeah, I, I think they just got five targets set up and in a little circle. I mean, I don't know how far you end up running, maybe over 500 yards or so, and in a big circle, and pretty much run as fast as you can, shoot as fast as you can, and it's the name of the game. I make it sound like it's a mile and a half running it when it's not bad. You just can't be out of shape like me. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. Um, last one I got, Jake, is the um, aerial shoot. Talk about that. So that's a really fun one, too. Last year is actually the first time I've tried my hand at that. They have uh, several foam discs, and basically you have one of the people running it, and they throw it up in the air. You're supplied a recurve bow with flu-flu arrows, and you're, I believe each time you participate, you get five arrows for five targets, and you're seeing how many of those you can hit and how close you can get to the bullseye on each one. It's... Uh, it seems like it should be simple enough, but there's there's a little bit of knack to it. Yeah, Once you've done it a few times, you kind of figure it out. Yep. It's difficult for sure, but it is a lot of fun. I agree. So they're all a lot of fun, all these events. And special thanks to everyone that helps put them on for sure. So Absolutely. We've got a lot of people who put in a lot of time sitting there, running them, managing, taking care of everything for us. It's yeah. it, We have some great members that help us out. We greatly appreciate it. Um, Jake, why don't you touch on some of the kids' events that we've got going on at the Jamboree? So they have, every year, they have a kids' range that the youth are allowed to go through. Um, it's over by the the 4-H buildings, over by the 4-H camp on the, the entrance road there. Um, and some of the targets there are actually homemade targets people bring because we also have a homemade target competition. Um there's some pretty neat stuff. I believe one year they had SpongeBob and he had arrows stuck in every single side of him. Apparently people don't like SpongeBob. He got shot up pretty good. I always remember Barney. Do you remember Barney, Jake? Oh, yeah. yeah. Poor Barney. He took a beating, too. Yeah, he had arrows in places I would never want arrows. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you're Barney. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow. Go on. Sorry. Uh, so they've got that. Um, they also have uh, kids' activities that they do. I believe that is on Friday. No, that might be Saturday morning. The the youth shoot, the range, and the uh, kids' activities are both on the same day, and it's on the itinerary, in case I'm telling you wrong. It'll be on there. Um, but Cindy Novicki puts that on for us. She's got all sorts of different activities. I know last year they tie-dyed some shirts, pretty amazing stuff. Uh, this year she's got some other fun craft activities she was telling me about. Is there um, a first slide on there or something, Jake? Or was oh, yep. The, uh, the 4-H also has a water slide and a zip line that uh, kids can do, which – Apparently, you don't have to be kids because my wife told me that she's going to be leaving me for an hour or two to go do that. Whether I come or not, she'll yeah. be there. But for that, it's it's run by the 4-H staff, 
um, they'll be there doing that. So there's a little charge with it. You can do one activity for $8 or both for 15. So just a little, little bit there. So that way they can pay their staff for helping us out to have some fun. Sure. No, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, lots, of, lots of activities for kids. Yeah. We, we got a couple other events here that we kind of skipped over earlier. We were wondering if you could talk about. Uh, first one here was the highway cleanup. We were wondering if you could give us some information about that or how people can figure out how they can help. Yeah, so that, uh, that should also be on the itinerary. I think that's Friday morning, bright and early. You know, depending on what you think of bright and early, it's usually 7, 7.30, somewhere in there. Um, the, the NBA actually does that twice a year. They have one in early spring, uh, which we've already taken care of. Um, or actually, I believe it's fall that we've taken care of. And then we have one also during the Jamboree. Basically, everybody shows up, meets in the morning. We've got a stretch of highway. We all just walk down the ditches usual highway pickup it's uh it's actually a really fun time you, you get a you know hang out and chat with people that you haven't really been around and haven't seen too much prior to that the last time i went the year before it's it was pretty fun you're walking down the walking down the ditch just kind of shooting the breeze with some people and having a good time yeah exactly right and i also a good way to kind of help give back to that area there for letting us have Letting us have Halsey down there, you know, clean up their highways a little bit. Always get it all over there. But yeah, the other thing we're going to talk about, uh, the road race. You mentioned earlier you don't like to run much, but you give us some information on that. So, uh, in the past, um, I believe it's been, you might have to correct me here, was it a 5K that we've done? I think so. It's been a couple of years since I've done it, but uh, usually, yeah. I think it's a 5K. 5K. So, yeah, they usually start that down by the registration table. And time. And if you want to run it, you can. If you want to walk it, you can. If you want to be like me and sit at the registration table and cheer everybody on, you can do that. But they take off, and it's uh, they kind of have a course mapped out for you, how far you go, run up the trail, turn around, and run back. And it's amazing to see the age range of people doing that. We had six seven eight year olds that were just trucking along up to we had a couple fellas and they were i believe late 60s early 70s that, that uh they would have whooped my butt pretty good so they know what they're doing they've done that a time or two yeah is that really saying much so jake let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> well no you know a rabbit or a, a turtle could probably beat me so it's really not saying much uh, the other thing was uh, you found some sheds this year, got out shed hunting. There's a shed antler contest. So, yes, there is. And I, you guys know just as well as I do how many people have sheds laying around. Whether they're big or they're small, they all can be scored. So we have uh, elk, muley, whitetail, and uh, pronghorn that can be scored. And they have typical, non-typical, and that also, the top three placers get a medal for that. Um, you know, for the amount of sheds that are out there, people have, we didn't have that many entries last year and it'd be great to see some more of those. So if you have any sheds laying around, they have to be found in Nebraska. Um, 
from the, I, I believe the prior year. Um, bring them in, see what they score. It's always fun to know if you're holding on to a half of a hundred and eighty inch typical whitetail. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. a good, Jake. Just to you know, have people, you know, just kind of keep keep a lot of these things going strong. Just making sure that uh, you know people are bringing their sheds and and just. Having them scored, just you know, kind of a fun little thing. Then people can look at them and observe them, and it's it's just I, I always enjoyed that. I guess just kind of seeing what everybody else brought in and seeing seeing their shed antlers. It's just kind of a cool thing. So, oh, it's awesome. Last year there was a, a guy who brought in a couple just magnificent whitetail sheds, and they were oh man, I think both of them would have been one seventies or so. Wow, which. That's the only time I'm, I'm ever going to have a 170 whitetail in my hands is when I have somebody else's shed. <laughs> well, they're not very common, so. <laughs> That's... No, I, he's got some good ground. I know somebody I need to be friends with now. There you go. No, there's all sorts of good stuff. And you, I mean, you, you made a good point. We just need to keep getting there going strong. So whether any of that interests you or, or not, still come down and have fun it's all about being there it's not that you have to partake in everything or anything it's just being there and enjoying it agreed very well very much so i think you hit that pretty well i mean like i said the events they're they're down there and you can take part in but that's not even you know the main main reason why people go to halsey you know and it's you go there you'll find out why you know just meet new people getting to hang out with some of your best friends the food I mean, you'll find out that the whole experience is a whole lot more than just these events we've been talking about. Yep. Oh, yeah. It, it's just amazing. It Over the years, it's almost like having a second family you get to go see. It's something I look forward to, you know, two days after I get home. I'm looking forward to the next year. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. No, it's it's definitely a great time. Um something uh something we should all try to make sure we make it to every year and just help support the club and or i always call it the club i guess it's an association but uh, we can call it the club i suppose but anyhow uh it's always always just a great time to, to be there we just have a few more things jake i know uh there is a um statewide meeting um at some point during the jamboree is that right Yep, I believe that's Saturday afternoon. Okay. And then I also saw on the schedule, too, um, that there was maybe a church service, like Saturday evening or something, it looked like, maybe afterwards. or uh, I think it was maybe listed on that. But. Yeah, they, they used to hold it Saturday morning, and uh, recently they've been having it uh, Saturday evenings after the barbecue is done. They have it down at the shelter. Gotcha. Um and last year when I was uh, kind of picking up odds and ends at the very end, I, I got to listen to part of the service, and it it was really great. I uh, I would really encourage people to go down and just listen, just be a part of it. it. It's really nice to have that available after we have such a fun, wonderful weekend. Definitely agree with that. So good stuff, Jake. Um, Zach, anything else to add? Questions, concerns, anything? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Um, do you have anything else to add, Jake? We, I, I'd written down here to talk about some fun memories of the Jamboree, but I don't know if you have any off the top of your head that, that you wanted to 
to discuss or anything, but oh, it, every year there's more and more. Yeah. It's ten point one, I guess. So, oh boy, I, I don't remember what I wrote down there for you. Um, you definitely you talked about the the balloon shoot with Trent for sure. Oh, and yeah. then uh, there's something else too that you talked about, but um, I guess yeah, I mean just. You know, I I had sort of written that as as just kind of a I, I don't know more of a, a reminder just to say that you know every time we do these things and you know the banquet and the jamboree you know it seems like it just is um, more fun every year and and just a, some really really great memories with a lot of really great people um, you know just hanging out with the fellow NBA members I don't I don't know that there's a better group of people that. To, yeah, that you can hang out with. So, <laughs> oh yeah, it's just a wonderful group of people. I, uh, you know, going up there, we we used to pop our tents up for some reason right next to the dumpster. I still can't figure out why we ever camped next to a dumpster, but we did. And you know, sometimes it'd get a little disheartening when it was dumping rain on you, or it was, you know, one of those summers where it's really hot and the tent gets pretty stuffy and by eight o'clock in the morning but you know even after you've gone through that for a day or so just being around everybody makes it worthwhile you know we were just i think last year the year before it it poured rain really hard and we sat under the shelter and we just sat there and talked for hours and that was just as much fun as anything else i could have been doing definitely um awesome well Thanks so much, Jake. Um, I think that's pretty much all. You touched on everything. Um, do you have any closing thoughts or anything, Zach? Do you have anything else to add? I think I think we went through everything on here. So, so I guess just a reminder that uh, um, the awards banquet is Saturday. That's kind of the main, not not the main thing, I guess, but just you know more one of the more, not even formal. The formal is not the word, but just like thing that everybody goes to i guess you know that's what i was going to say but um. yeah that's you can almost think of it as kind of way to close out the weekend yep round everybody up for one big meal and you know show off medals you want have fun and maybe win something so hey if you're if you're feeling lucky and you want a bow come find yourself a ticket yeah i i, I guess another thing we should talk about uh think can't end this without talking about the fish fry a little bit Ooh, on, on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know how many years that's been going on now. Um, you know, it started off as just a group of guys just hanging out, frying fish on Friday evening. And every year it grew little by little by little. And all of a sudden there's just every Friday evening or every year on Friday night, we all get together and fry up a bunch of fish and anybody is – Pretty much anybody who wants to come can come up there and enjoy some. Everybody just brings a side dish so they can contribute a little bit. Um, you know, the the group of guys that put it on, they, they do spend some money to get all the stuff, the crock pots, the cooking supplies, plates, all of that. So there's usually a little donation box to throw something in there. But that's also a great way to meet people. I mean, I don't know how many times year after year – you walk up there and there's 20 people you've never met before, but by the end of the night, you know them pretty well. And the next year you've got that many more friends. It's wonderful and you can't beat the food. 
Oh, exactly. I think you hit that spot on. It's an mm-hmm. excellent way to meet some people and get to know your fellow NBA members for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Very good. Well, thanks so much, Jake, for, for coming on. And, and uh, we'll get plan to get this episode up here along with the other two we've already recorded. Um, hopefully here within the next week or so. And that way people can, uh, you know, kind of hear what's going on for the Jamboree and we'll plan on having Amber put it up on social media so that people know where to go find it. And, um, and yeah, go from there. So any other things or issues, questions, concerns, Jake, that you got or. I don't think so. I'm, I'm ready to be there. If I had the chance to do it, I'd be hooking onto the camper and pulling it down there right now, waiting for you guys. (laughs) <laughs> sounds good well we'll see you there in like <laughs> is there a limit on how long we could stay there i don't know but <laughs> well i'm pretty sure i'd get booted out after the first two to three weeks but you never know till you try never know worth a shot <laughs> all right well, thanks jake so much and uh um i guess yeah this is this is kyle and zach and and jake here um this has been the good life bow hunter Uh, This is the official podcast of the Nebraska Bowhunters Association. And we're going to sign this episode off for now. And, and, uh, yeah, go from there. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and hopefully this was helpful. Thanks for having me.